Welcome to another episode of Food Processing's Food for Thought podcast. In this episode, I'm talking with Lauren Drews and Mario DeFalco of Gelbanti Foods to find out the why and how they've become the award-winning R&D team they are today. First and foremost, I just want to say congratulations on being named one of Food Processing 2020 R&D Teams of the Year. Can you tell me what the R&D team at Telmonte apart from most other companies. Well, I was going to say, given it's Lauren's team, I wanted to just say that, you know, been in the business for a long time, and uh, I'm glad they've been recognized because I've certainly seen it over, over my time at Delmonte. This truly is the best team I've worked with. You know, Delmonte is a, you know, it's a company with 130-year-old history that's really, we've always prided ourselves on great quality, great quality products, uh, and authenticity. So, you know, that's always remained um, a great legacy brand. Uh, but, you know, we've taken more of a startup approach the last three or four years, uh, more agile in approach. And in order to do that, you know, the innovation marketing team, the insights team, and the R&D team all need to work together earlier on. And that's really bringing the R&D guys earlier. And it's it's almost been seamless. And because of their great work, uh, we've been able to do the things we've been able to do. Um, so I just wanted to kind of set that up because of what, what they've done and who they are is really what's made the difference from someone who's not directly on the R&D team. Lauren, did you want to add to that? Yeah, and Aaron, thanks. First of all, this is a great honor, and, you know, we really, really are tickled to death to have it. Um, you know, a big thing with the R&D team, as Mario talked about, is we have such a tight linkage with our marketing group and our co-functional partners. In fact, we're part of the marketing team, the marketing. and, you know, what we always have strived for on the R&D team is build a culture um, where we're a family, we have balance, and we really challenge the status quo to go above and beyond to try and make great new product, building off the Del Monte quality heritage on things that are not only close in with existing manufacturing assets, but scouring industries for best co-manufacturing partners to deliver on our strategic vision. Great. I love the family aspect of it. I think that's great. So, in, Lauren, in the July article, and you just mentioned as well, you talk about how the R&D group is part of the marketing department and that most of new product ideas come from marketing. Can you elaborate on that for me? Sure, I can. Uh, most of the product ideas come from marketing because R&D is part of marketing too. Um, but within the marketing group, the uh, um, ideas come from all different places. A lot of them are through Mario's Consumer Insights Group. Many of the ideas are the product of classic brainstorming, cross-functional meetings, where Mario's team will lead groups of um, technical experts, um, people who do insights, and marketing people to come up with new ideas that are based on foundational consumer insight trends and strategies of where we know the consumers are going and what our customers, the grocers, are looking for. Um, and so all of our ideas come from marketing. I'd say a little more than 50% through the classic brainstorming and consumer research process, but also a large number come from R&D scientists tinkering in the lab and trying to come up with new ideas and new suggestions of what's possible, whether it's from technologies or great new flavor combinations. Great. I mean, in preparation for this, I looked in my pantry to see how many Del Monte products I had, and there's quite a few. So 
Chuck has done a great job. So I, yeah, one the of other, the things that, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, the other thing I wanted to hit on is like Mario talked about our entrepreneurial approach. You know, we've moved from a linear kind of development process that was classic with CPG companies where it took sometimes even years to develop product. A very iterative, quick feedback approach is consumer insights group led by John Thomas is extremely adept at getting quick feedback for R&D, whether it's um, online focus group, video interactions with consumers um, to give us guidance on where to go with product, but then R&D can quickly get back in the lab, react to, and get the best possible product to market the very most quick way possible. So I've read about the executive leadership of Del Monte and of the culture of innovation that has emerged most prominently in the last few years. Why do you think that's working so well right now? Well, I, I think it is because it, throughout the whole organization, we are aligned to that approach. And what I mean by that is about three years or so ago, you know, our leadership team put a really strong emphasis on innovation for our future. And that was about the time our new CEO, Greg Longstreet, joined us, as well as a lot of other uh, senior leaders. And, you know, with the support of that team and the direction that everyone's been aligned to, uh, with a clear, you know, uh, clear goals for the long term and a clear investment uh, strategy and, and um consistent um, investment and support from the leadership team, that's what's made us successful. Uh, for, you know, good example of some of the ways we stay linked, um, linked with them is, you know, bi-weekly we meet, this cross-functional innovation leadership team meets with the executive team to give an update on where we're at uh, on our projects, but really to help speed the process along, so to keep things moving quickly. So key decisions are made uh, in a timely basis. They're not in these, you know, um, not project-defined uh, interactions. And also other obstacles are knocked down so that the teams can move move forward quickly. So that's that's working really well. And it's keeping us in tune with, you know, sales and marketing leadership um, as we go through. Also, you know, the, the people we have on our teams, you know, the insights team we have, you know, is the best I've ever worked with. They have tools that allow us to be very agile. And, uh, the innovation marketing team and then our brand team, uh, like we, the way we recruit, we bring on folks who are you know enterprise have an enterprise mindset uh, but they have the skills to be to really uh, make quick decisions they have those you have the experience but also it's it's uh, you can tell when you're when you're recruiting like who are, who are going to be the ones that really work uh, the best in our system and then lastly as we've been talking about today is you know the, the R&D team and that ability to work closely with us and um, you know everyone has a collaborative effort but you know with their what they can make happen from a product standpoint it's really um, kept that culture uh, of innovation going, you know, going strong. So anyone who has developed new product knows about the hiccup that can occur from idea to execution. Tell me more about what kind of hurdles your R&D team had dealt with in the past. Yeah, so this is Lauren. You know, every new product we do, there's elements of them that have unforeseen obstacles that we'll have to get over. Um, part of our approach to getting over those obstacles quickly is having people with great skill sets and experience who can make this decisions quickly. Um, pictured in the R&D team of the year award was Vi Leonard, who's on my team, Jamie Reeves, Brian Olson, who does packaging. Um, these guys are first in their field and are able to do these things really quickly. Um, one of the things they're continually reacting to is innovation is important because consumer demands are changing so rapidly. You know, what's good today is not good tomorrow. So we need to be in touch with the consumer insights from Mario's group 
as well as what all our manufacturing partners and our own facilities can do. Um, so we have to be really nimble to stay on top of our categories and react to these fundamental business changes and also troubleshoot. When we go to do startups, our QA partners are key in this too. Um, to be able to react to what happens in the factories, what equipment doesn't work, um, what ingredients don't arrive on time. So we really need to be on top of being able to have alternatives and contingency plans and processes in place that help us make those decisions quickly. Um, the other part of it is we've really had to get good at having a strong network of COPAC partners. Our COPAC group led by Matt Shento um, has done a tremendous job job of being bringing in very strong partners that have helped us enter some of the new categories you've seen Del Monte going into, particularly frozen foods and some of the perimeter sections of the stores. You know, we really need to leverage the capabilities and the best-in-class thinking of everybody who's out there working in the industry. So I know something that happens a lot with new product development whether you are in vegetable space or no matter what kind of business you're in, is this idea of the idea funnel. Can you speak to where or why ideas would get stuck in the idea funnel, especially as it relates to these new products at Del Monte? Sure, I can take that. Uh, I think they get stuck there for a reason. They're not ready to move beyond. I think for us, it's good to have a very rich, um, you know, funnel. Lots of things coming in at the top because a lot of them don't make it. Uh, you know, they don't. They're not viable in some way uh, to really warrant, uh, you know, more resources to bring them to life. Um, but iteration is key. It's it's that lean startup approach that we have, so that we are quickly iterating. We're trying to make it better, and if we need to pivot uh, in some way, making a major change, uh, we do that. And we can do it early. Um, but consumer feedback is at the heart of it, and also customer feedback. So we, we take things to our customers early on so we know we're on the right track, and often they help us strengthen the idea. Uh, but, the, you know, the consumer insights and that team helps inform us that we're, you know, in the right place. Um, and, you know, we do a lot of things early on so that we can, we can make these changes and hope uh, that advances them. But end of the day, we still have to be able to, to make them. And that's where I think um, they can get, quote, unquote, stuck there because they're just not ready. Um, we make them better, but we don't want to advance them before their, before their time. So the good news is with a rich funnel, we, you know, we are advancing a lot of things through uh, into you know, more development stages. Um, and I think that a real tragedy would be advancing something that isn't quite, quite ready or uh, strong enough because then what happens is you, you end up spending a lot of time and sometimes money to get something out that's you know, best case going to be mediocre. So right now, big thing in the world, especially as it relates to food and beverage, is COVID. How have things changed for the R&D team because of COVID? So for the central industry, we have needed to keep things moving, not only for innovation, but for production of our base products that people rely on, our great canned fruits and vegetables. R&D specifically has flexed our creative muscles. We've had food technologists working in their home kitchens, developing preliminary formulas. Um, we've been leveraging a thing that we call telecuttings, which are video cuttings, whether they're on Zoom or whatever kind of platform. We send samples to all our teammates' homes. We all concurrently open the samples 
paste together and provide real-time feedback to each other. Um, we've also had real-time consumer groups um, where we send products to consumers' home and we watch and we talk with them online about what they think about the product. Again, leveraging technology, we've been commissioning and starting up factories with video commissionings where they have cameras on the line and we help provide guidance and technical direction so they can start products up and follow our protocols and meet our processes. Um, and we watch on video and provide real-time feedback while the plants are actually starting up. And then lastly, um, because we're a vital industry, we've had people from R&D going into the labs throughout the uh, pandemic. Um, we practice strict social distancing when the folks are in the lab. We have a limit of three people in each lab. Everyone wears masks. Um, we're very careful to keep our social distancing, our separation. But this allows us to get in, use our pilot plan, use our retort, keep key processes moving forward, and then get the feedback of what we're learning and finding out back to our cross-functional and marketing partners. So it's been a kind of fun challenge figuring out how to do work without being at work all the time. Right. Well, how you refer to it as a fun challenge sort of felt like that yes. <laughs> with a lot of things, too. <laughs> so one more question I wanted to ask. Did you have any sourcing or labor concerns related to the virus? Yeah, I'll take this one again. Um, you know, everyone has had sourcing and labor concerns. Um, we've had a few people that have gone out and have had to be on stay at home for 14 days. But our big challenges has come in our factories um, because we have lots of people that need to run production lines when it's pack time. And when it's the season for fruit and vegetables, you need to run the plants because there's a flow of materials coming from the field. Our QA team, led by Renuka Menon, has put in place strict guidelines for the factories. We've erected partitions between workers. Workers get their temperatures checked. They wear their masks. They practice social distancing. So in the factory itself, that's been a challenge, getting those people, getting them in making sure they're healthy. One of the good things Del Monte has to rely on is the product coming from the field. Um, you know, we're a multi-generational growers. We've been working with our growers who use Del Monte seeds for many generations. So we're able to have our field people work with them to make sure they're working safely also and then maintain those safety measures all the way through the plant and like I spoke about at R&D. So one last question, and this is the fun. If I were to look into both of your home pantries, what Del Monte product or products would I see the most of? Mario, why don't you take that uh, one first? Yeah, I mean, uh, in my fridge would be, you know, bubble fruit, our new product we launched last year. You know, that's what my kids uh, are always asking for. So that's that's definitely there. Also for me, our citrus bowls, our 20-ounce uh, bowls of, you know, grapefruit. Uh, one of my favorites uh, to have always on hand. Um, our frozen pocket pies, which, you know, are just launching, um, those, are, uh, those are in my freezer. Um, and then collagen, simple starter. It's something we launched a year ago that makes uh, you know one pot cooking really easy. So that's uh, I always have all of our flavors on hand. And then you know the mainstays, the uh, green beans, corn, our contadina, you know paste and and uh, brushed tomatoes, and then more fruit cups. I mean it's a lot, but that's that's what keeps the family going. How about yeah, you, Lauren? For me, yeah, I'm a vegetarian for about 22 years, and so working at Del Monte is great, and having our products that are based on fruits and vegetables is good. 
The one that I eat the most frequently is our fruit and oat product, which we have a patent pending process of it. It's a full serving of fruit and ready to eat oatmeal in a cup. Um, I can have it straight out of the pantry or I can microwave it, which is my favorite way. So that helps me get a good start in the day to have the fiber of the oats and the good healthy fruit. And my second one that I eat most frequently is my little treat. It's our fruit crunch parfaits. Fruit crunch parfaits are a cup of coconut creme, which has a serving of fruit in it. And then there's a topper that has granola with probiotics in it. So I can have that either for breakfast or a snack during the day. But, you know, from the R&D perspective, that's one of our products, which I believe has the highest culinary quality and it's super delicious and a great treat to eat. Mm, it's making me hungry already. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you both for talking with me today. I know things are busy. Um, you guys have a great team going. I've enjoyed talking to both of you thoroughly. Thank you so, so much.